Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. It's the only part of the song I know is any part that played in the film. Um, <laughs> oh, hello everybody, how are you? Um, Jackson here. Yeah, and Carl's here as well. And um, we just watched the 2009 smash film, 17 again. Yeah, there was Sentin, and also we just thought we'd watch it because it's such a good movie. Um, mm-hmm. Two of my friends from work absolutely love it. They keep saying that as well, their favourite films, unironically. So oh. shout out to Barnaby and Felix, two great names. Shout out to those guys. It is a timeless classic and um, a real special treat for you guys today. And uh, well, a special treat for the, the audience here. This is our first official uh, live show. We've got a couple people here watching the live recording of the pod. So yeah. um, shout out to my flatmate Wade Bevan and my girlfriend Kelsey Robson for being here. And um, the 24-bit multi-FX processor, um, kindly provided by Wade Bevan for the podcast. Oh, wow. He's part of history. Sure as microphones provided by Behringer. Behringer? Behringer. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, 17 again. Great film. Kyle, um, what's your history with this film? Um, I watched it. Uh, I've only seen it once, which is back in 2009, and it was a pirated version as well. Oh, so, so not even in cinemas? No, not even at the cinemas. No, I think it must have been a cam copy. Um, oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> we can air that out. But... Um, I never do. I, yeah, I remember enjoying it. There were parts of the film today that I definitely remembered. There were specific parts that were ingrained, uh, like the party scene, especially both parts when with the daughter and the and the wife. Uh, both of those really stuck out um, and have been ingrained in my brain ever since. But yeah, it was pretty. Um, it was it was pretty much a new experience to me for me today. Oh, that's good. And you, yeah. you came at it with fresh eyes then. Imagine you yeah. got a lot of good good notes on the film. This oh, is, yeah. Oh, I loved this film so much as a kid and like rewatched it, I mean, yearly. Maybe me and Kelsey watched it last year, but it had been long enough to come back to it with, with fresh eyes. It's, um, I don't know, Zac Efron hot off the heels of High School Musical, but he hadn't quite shaken that uh, that image, you know. After High School Musical finished, he did uh, this, which is a pretty heavy basketball-themed movie, and Hairspray, a musical movie. Yeah. So he was still sh- sort of trying to shake that image. He was still, um, yes, he was still very heavily basketball and musical related. Because then after that, he of course then went on to do um, the Last Dance, which came out last year. So he still got that um, that basketball image. Good for him. Mm. I tell you what, though, he brought it in this quintessential Zac Efron, absolute powerhouse, formidable Zac Efron mm. comedy. He hits every beat. It lands. I was laughing along. The emotion. He hit every beat. He's I was got a very a emotional scene, like towards the tail end of the film, where he's tearing up, and I, I had chills. It was really good, actually. But I mean, people want to hear about the film. Kyle, do you want to give us a, a plot rundown, please? Well, oh, a plot rundown. Um, smash cut. We open in 1989. Um, Zac Efron has got long hair, and it's his final game of the season, I think. And he's he's a big basketball star, and his coach, played by Jim Gaffigan, who's one of my favorite stand-up comedians, so he was a it was a pleasant surprise here. Uh, he's like to him, look, kid, like the, the scouts here. Um, uh, this is the big, this is the make or break. You know, if you, if you, if you do well here, you know, you'll, you'll go on to do great things. This is a shot to get into to college. On exactly. A basketball you're going to be in the yeah. LA Lakers because this film is all, of course, set in LA. Um, 
And then his old his girlfriend is, is standing there and he's like, oh, what's wrong? She's like, oh, nothing. He's like, no, something's up. And then she's like, it's uh, it's inaudible because this movie's PG. So mm. I think... It's a lot more dramatic than yeah. um, how Kyle's conveying no, no, it no. now. But... I think I'm doing it justice. <laughs> uh, but you find out that she's uh, she's pregnant and he he it shakes him to the core and he start the game, the opening whistle goes and he pre- he pretty much just gets out of there. He's like, nah. He's got a choice to make, yeah, you know? He, much like Troy Bolton and all, all mm. of his films, um, he, decide, and he decides he wants the family. He's like, you know what? No, we've got to have this baby and we'll be, you know, say goodbye to basketball and I'll be a family man. Hey, I'm going to be a family guy, he says. <laughs> Looks to camera. Looks to camera. Uh, and then it cuts to now. So uh, 2009 and Zac Efron has become um, Matthew Perry. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> it's very believable. Uh, well, if you look at Zac Efron now, he is uh, looking a lot more like Matthew Perry nowadays. Um, is Just he? in better shape, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, okay, well, he's not in good shape. Um, so I, I, it's hard to say. But he's... Um, his life is not going well. He's been in the same pharmaceuticals company for like 18 years, I think he said. Um, his wife's getting a divorce. He's got two kids who hate him. And he's living with his mate who's rich. And then uh, Ned, played by Ned, um, Thomas Lennon. Thomas Lennon, yeah, uh, who you'll remember from a whole bunch of things. You'd recognize him if he you just, saw He just him. pops up in a lot of stuff. Mm. But um, fuck, real stuff, man, this, uh, in this film. Yeah, no, he was great in this. But... um. But yeah, and then so he how's it? He just kind of was like life sucks. He's washed up. Well, I wonder what it was like for Matthew Perry to get that pitch, you know. Um, so you're gonna be the um washed up older version of Zac Efron. Yeah, I know. And this is when Zac Efron was what like he was hot, <laughs> and he was probably like 19, so it's mm. pretty depressing. But he did well. Yeah, he, so he's on the brink of divorce, right? Yeah, he's a, he was on the brink of divorce. Uh, the divorce papers are about to go through. And he meets. He goes back to the school to, to you know relive the glory days, and he kind of walks around. And there's a janitor that he bumps into, and the janitor's like, "I know who you are." Matthew Perry's like, "Who?" He's who a very mystical yeah. figure, very very odd fellow. It's very strange. And then he, then the janitor just disappears into thin air, and it's very mysterious. Uh, and then later that night, uh, Michael Perry, Matthew Perry, oh, oh, you besmirched the good name of Matthew Perry. <laughs> Matthew Perry's driving along, and there's a thunderstorm or something. And then the jan- he sees the janitor on the bridge, and he like he goes to jump off, and he does jump off. I I can't remember. I think or he disappears again. And then Matthew Perry's like, no, don't. And he kind of falls off. Yeah, he's like looking into the water, and you yeah. sort of see flashes of um, the young version of yeah. him. Yeah, and, the, and he falls in, and classic. Then he, when he wakes up, oh no, yeah, he, like you see the car pull up in the yeah. driveway the next morning, and uh, I was confused because the car's covered in mud as well yeah. as young Zac Efron, and <laughs> you said that the car jumped in to save him too. Yeah, I thought that was quite funny, but you had pretty, to be in the you room. Did have to be there. I wasn't even going to bring it up. I'll be honest. Oh, <laughs> no, I mean, it just okay. really tickled me. I thought the people at home should know that. Like off mic, yeah. Kyle's still pretty funny. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> um. <laughs> so then, yeah, the next morning, Zac Efron. Oh, sorry, no, Matthew Perry becomes Zac Efron. And then yeah. um, hilarity ensues. He's like, oh, I guess I'm going to go relive my glory days and try to help my kids. And he rolls back in high school. And then his mate, who he's living with, decides to be his dad to get him enrolled. <laughs> and then he falls in love with the principal, who's uh, played by Jan from The Office. And he's a real creep, but we can bring that up later. Yeah. Um, Everyone's favorite segment, cancel committee, coming back. coming back. After popular demand, um, and yeah, then he tries to help his uh, his son, who's kind of a loser, but he's still good at basketball. So then 
He kind of makes him popular and a good basketballer. And then his daughter is dating this real douchebag who's been to jail. Stan. And he's Stan. He's got neck tattoos and all he does want to do is fuck. It's just bad news. Yeah. And then, yeah, it all kind of works out in the end. I mean, what, else, <laughs> what more is there to say? He, the the um, the son gets the girl and the basketball and the daughter breaks up with the boyfriend and falls in love with the, with Zach Efron, who's actually her dad. That whole incest oh, there's thing. There's a lot of, a lot of drama. Uh, and then, um, and then, yeah, there's the big court case right at the end, which is uh, the big divorce, <laughs> the big jury divorce, which is divorce course is famous for being in front of a jury and a big audience. And that's what happens here. And uh, Zach Efron writes that he's like, oh, stop. I, I've got this note from, from uh, Mike. And nice. he, he, uh, he's overseas, and, but I've got, I've got this note. And he said this big lovely thing. So oh, when he first met the wife, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I still want to be in love with you, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, oh, my God, you actually are 17 again. <laughs> <laughs> and then it all worked out. Then he turns in. Uh, then there's a, another big basketball game, of course. And it mirrored the exact first the scene, opening. which is really cool. Uh, Jim Gaffigan's still the coach. And, mm. uh, and he, he didn't really look like he aged very much. I think his beard had gone mm. more ginger. If those of you out there listening are familiar with The Circle. This film came full circle. Oh, right. Okay. It did come full circle, yeah. And then the, the dialogue was the exact same. It was all go. It was good filmmaking techniques. Mm. And then he ma- he has the choice again. It's like, oh, does he keep being 17 again and 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 make the dunks and, and win the game and get the scholarship? Start his, start his life over yeah. like he uh, had been complaining about. Yeah. Or does he make up with his family? And what does he do, Jackson? Makes up with his family. Makes the right decision. And you see, because of the spirit guide, the old janitor man is... Hanging over the bleachers oh, yeah. and watches him run under, and then he's smiling. So, like, oh, you know, yeah, he's done the right he thing. He smiles at the camera, like, he's done the yeah. Right thing. yeah. Um, I'd like to throw it to our live audience here now. Um, what do you guys think of that plot rundown? Were you following? You just watched the film too. Does that match up to what you saw? Fantastic. Glad to hear it. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> We're pre- here to do more, uh, more live shows. It's <laughs> a pretty stellar cast, like we said. Zach Efron, Matthew Perry, um, Leslie Mann as well, mm-hmm. known for a lot of comedy films, uh, Thomas Lennon, and uh, Jan from The Office. Not sure her name. Michelle <laughs> Trachenberg. Uh, just what a cast. Where's that dude from? Um, oh, there he is. Sterling Knight from... Mm, uh, Sunny with a Chance. Sunny with a Chance. And Starstruck as well. Is that another Disney property? It was a, it was a Disney film, yes. Oh, and uh, Bonnie from The Vampire Diaries. A lot of those Vampire Diaries uh, actors keep popping up, mm. sprinkled throughout these, uh, this podcast series. Um, so yeah, with this film, you're dealing with your classic transformation story. And um, when um, Mike O'Donnell becomes the young version of himself again, he, he's lost for words, doesn't know how to rap, you know, wrap his head around it, makes sense. But also he goes to his friend Ned, who's uh, a massive nerd. And... Um, Got a rich nerd. A rich nerd at that because he um, he invented the software to stop people from stealing music and coincidentally enough also invented the software to help people from to steal music. Mm. So he's, he's playing both sides and coming out on top. Um, get on him. Um, yeah, they got books and comics scattered across the, the table to try and figure out what's going on and he asks them, you know, um, have you been hit by a gamma ray? Are you a vampire or a cyborg? He says, no, well, a vampire wouldn't tell me that, would you? He's like, no, I'm not a goddamn vampire. Um, so they come to the conclusion that it is a classic transformation story. Uh, uh, so with some spirit guide transformation uh, magic, and that checks out. <laughs> <laughs> there was no more explanation. It was just kind of no. That, that was it. it really, out. I mean, it ticked all the boxes for me. Sometimes I have problems with movies that just over-explain. 
but I think an under explain also I think there's a good middle ground and I think this really um, it was the perfect amount of explanation I, I think it's one of those ones that's like it's not taking itself too seriously and doesn't expect you to as, as the audience either it's like it's just a bit of fun really exactly it's kind of like hot tub time machine as a romp but we were surprised that it was um, like a, a PG rating or I know like I mean I guess kids are able to enjoy it because I enjoyed it as a kid and like a lot of the things we picked up today I didn't really notice as a kid but I mean like a couple of girls call each other sluts at some points and we were just a bit like holy shit I mean it's probably not language you want your kids to be picking up um, if they're watching this film mm. um, it was very it was very like sex orientated I thought a lot of the dialogue of and the jokes yeah. were just and like the movie opened with like a teen pregnancy and then it's just kind of, and then there's a whole thing about like Saving yourself, like don't have sex. <laughs> There's a whole like five minute scene on oh, that. I, I said that to you during the film. I'll give Zach from that. He played it really well, like a concerned parent, you know, mm. as in this yeah. young man's body. So he goes on a couple of these like big spiels to his fellow classmates about like abstinence, like we shouldn't be having sex because he wants to try to get through to his daughter. But you know, if that was real life, anyone in the class would have been like, Can you just sh- like fuck up. It was really weird. Shut up. And there was this whole scene where he um they're in the cafeteria and um his daughter's boyfriend is like this piece of shit. And she he like stands up and he's like the bully, the boyfriend's like to him like, what you gotta do? And Zach Efron goes, well, he stands up and gives like this five minute, pretty much like an academic speech on why this guy's a loser. And it's fucking so stupid. I was like cringing the whole time. But then by the end, everyone was just like, yeah, like Zach Efron's yeah. fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was pretty slick while he's doing it because he's spinning a basketball on like yeah. one finger. What do you say? Like psychologists believe that bullies are bullies. One of three reasons. I can't remember the other two, but one, like the last one is like, you know, punchline. It was like, Stan has a small wiener. And everyone in the cafeteria is just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Got him. That was classic. Got him. But I really hated that scene. It really filled my... It, it, I could just feel it in my stomach. I was like, I hate watching this. Lots of the scenes in this movie like... I had a physical reaction to, mm. and they were very, um, I wouldn't say stressed. It was very, um, unple- just an unpleasant feeling. It was like, the scenes were making me very uncomfortable. Yeah. And there's, uh, by pure coincidence, the movie we watched a couple of weeks ago, Minutemen had a lot of uh, reference to Back to the Future, and this film did as well, just mm. with the sort of situations. Because uh, in Back to the Future, Marty McFly goes back. Um, his parents don't know him, obviously, and he helps his dad, who's a bumbling nerd, to try and get the girl, much like um, Mike O'Donnell does here with his mm. son. And um, uh, Marty McFly's mum has the hots for him. Um, and in this, uh, Michael Donald's daughter has the hot to him when he's young, doesn't realize that's her dad. Mm. And there's a scene, much like Back to the Future, where like he gets knocked out and wakes up. And he's like, I had the craziest dream. I was back in high school. And then um, his I had a crazy dream. I was 17 again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. That scene was very uncomfortable because she was um, just coming on to him. A lot, and just with the knowledge that that's her father, makes you, the audience, uh, feel a bit uneasy. Yeah. She's like purring and growling. Yeah, that was really weird. She wasn't like that for the rest of the movie. No. Like, she was very just reserved and angry. She was kind of like goth, like gothy. She kind of gave me like goth vibes. I don't know why, but it was just very kind of like, I don't know, rebellious. The characterizer is that classic teenage daughter just like, oh my God, dad, you know, eye roll Mm. and just with the attitude. But then, like, yeah, after she broke up with her boyfriend, instantly she was just, like, flirty and just, yeah, she was purring like a cat. 
<laughs> Which I don't know. <laughs> don't know about that one. But talking about Back to the Future, last night I was in a bar in town and they were playing Back to the Future 2 on the TV. Really? I don't understand why bars play movies. What, what bar was that? Um, circus? No, 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 no. Because they do a lot of odd stuff like that. Yeah, well, yeah. I appreciate the weird stuff Circus does, but that was really weird. It was, is it called like Mini Bar or something? A Mini Bar. A, cro- a couple f- down from um, Siglo, maybe? Yeah. It's just like really small and they're like guitars and, and drums on the roof. But yeah, like right but, above the bar was just a big screen. It was playing Back to the Future 2 and it was subtitled. So there's no, like, obviously they're playing music. Right, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I was just like, who's going to a bar to like watch, watch a, mo- a movie? <laughs> While there's club music playing yeah, too. Yeah, like, it was very weird. Well, it wasn't the club music. Um, It was like old sort of... I'm sure rock like uh, oh, free yeah, yeah. free bird came on. Oh yeah, mini bar known for mm. that sort of stuff. Mm. Get on. Yeah. Uh, there were three dick jokes within two minutes. Mm. I picked that, and then there was no more for the rest of the film. Interesting. So they tried to like pack front, it all they front loaded the film. <laughs> they dick front jokes. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah, I was going to say there's a joke yeah, in no. there. <laughs> Some other podcast, some beer podcast will find oh, it. Oh, Matt, we, I, you noticed this too uh, immediately in that first scene, the greatest extra ever popped up. Yeah. And I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he pops up in we so much. There's a twice. There's a, um, a compilation video on YouTube mm. of everything he pops up in, and he's just sort of um guy with glasses and ginger hair. Um, Curly hair. Yeah. yeah, he pops up in a lot of stuff. And you see if I can try and find his name. you got to hunt okay. this. Just look up Greatest Extra Ever on YouTube mm. and you'll see it. This guy pops up in literally everything from the last 20 years. Okay. Nice, nice. Nice. That's pretty good. Any more stuff on the plot you want to you want to really go through? Uh, I reckon it's time to talk about um, The Creep. Cancel committee. Cancel committee. Today we're cancelling. Meeting begin. What's his name? Um, Ned. Ned, Ned okay. Gold. Ned, Ned Gold is officially cancelled. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. He was weird. He was creepy. He was unpleasant to watch. He was funny, but yeah. he was very disrespectful to women. Mm. As a 50-50, I mean... 50-50 split. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of his humour was good, but I like the laughs they were, you know, they were going for with him. It's, I think it is definitely of the time, but like doesn't hold up as well today. There's a lot no. of scenes with him that just sort of really make you cringe. Like he um, didn't take no for an answer. Like obviously the principal was not in, like interested in him. We, just, uh, when they first met, they shook yeah. hands and he just held on to it for a really long time. And then when he finally let go, how would he say, our hands just made babies. <laughs> Had the same reaction as Zach Efron. Um, that was really revolting. <laughs> he cringed too. Oh, and even when, um, I'll tell you what, Mike O'Donnell a little bit as well, when, as, as the young version of himself trying to get back with his uh, soon-to-be ex-wife. Oh, yeah. Um, just because, I mean, you know, we have the knowledge that that's her, her husband, but um, she doesn't. She thinks it's her, um, you know, soon-to-be ex-husband's uh, good friend's bastard son. So, um, you know, of course, she's going to feel a lot of unease. So you sort of feel her unease in that situation. Mm. I think, yeah, there was lots of unpleasant feelings in this movie, but overall it was very enjoyable, and yeah, but I I don't know, I felt quite sick, sick to to my stomach. stomach. Yeah, I mean, you had that paper bag next to you for most of the film, (laughs) I'm I'm glad you didn't have to use it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ned, yeah, I mean, because there was some of his stuff where like it was sort of funny, he he tried this technique called peacocking, where he had this crazy outfit on, and you said he sort of looked like a a Tiger King fanatic. that was really funny. Um, He said, he was like, oh, because Zachary was like, what are you doing? He's like, ah, there's there's this technique called peacocking, 
And then he's like, it's going to work. And then he walks into the principal's office and she instantly just looks at him and goes, are you trying to peacock? <laughs> so, and that, that was funny because it was... Yeah, it was good. It, it, she, she wasn't really made to be uncomfortable. She sort of had the power in that situation. was like, you're a fool. You yeah, know? but then the way he sat down, he just like showed off his ass. Oh, I thought that was kind of kind of funny because it wasn't... I don't know, maybe it depends. Oh. But yeah, there was other stuff earlier. Like I said, you know, all these sort of gifts... Um, he sent her a painting of her as a superhero, oh, yeah. ca- like flying, carrying him away, which is quite funny. And it was very sexualized as well. Like, very sexualized. Um, what? Because I was. He gave her a bus. Yeah, but that's right. Double flowers as a present, and then eventually he sort of just like wears her down. Um, <laughs> it's pretty bad to say, but I, I feel like she still does retain a lot of the power in the situation because she's a very confident woman, and he's like a, a bumbling, awkward nerd, um, a rich one, albeit. Um, he, he finally convinces her to go to dinner um, after school's finished, after one of the big games. And um, she's like, fine, but we're not flying there. We're not going in any silly limo. He's like, fine, yeah, we'll take your car. And then um, he's got a little radio in his wrist, and he quickly says, uh, cancel that driver, cancel. And um, quick cut to uh, a limo, big hummer outside the school. And um, I thought it was quite funny. Whatever amount of money they they spent on that limo just with that one shot, worth it. Yeah. And, and then, but they they eventually do do sort of get together because well, they bond because of their love of the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. Because he mentions something like, "I'm just a fool who bought Gandalf the Grey Star from Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers." And there's a B. There's <laughs> a B, and she says, "Gandalf the Grey wasn't in the Two Towers. He died in the Fellowship Ring and came back as Gandalf the White." And then he just looks to her, like, <gasps> and she starts speaking in Elvish, and they even sort of. <laughs> A parody Lord of the Rings about how it does like these real close ups on um Arwen's mouth whenever she's speaking Elvish, like, you know. And they do it to Jan from the office in that scene. It's quite funny. It was very and good. And some sort of like mystical music yeah. comes in as well. It, there are so many movies that does that when there are people like that where the the person the nerd who's like obsessed with, with the with the chick finds out that they like some sort of like nerdy yeah, thing and then yeah. they bond. Yeah. Like but it's so weird like the one that always comes to my head is Cloverfield when uh TJ Miller's like walking with the camera and then Lizzie Kaplan says something like Is oh, she in there as well? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. She says something about like Krypton. He's like, wait, you know about Superman? <laughs> it's like fuck who doesn't know about Superman? Yeah, that's just the man at Pixie Dream yeah. Girl, man. Yeah, like, it's so weird. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> you know Superman? She's the one. You know about Lord of the Rings? Yeah, see, it would have been weird, but then she did actually full no Elvish. You know, I've so actually it was impressive. I've I've turned Kelsey around on Lord of the Rings and um, it's made our relationship a lot stronger. She's not in the Okay. Yeah, pretty happy with myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm Ra- sorry. Random applause, <laughs> random applause for Jackson. I'll put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, audience. Um, yeah, oh, the Photoshop when we're still on what's his name? What's his name? Ned, Ned, Ned. Oh, Ned. can I mention a quick thing? After okay. they're um they're driving back to Ned's house, and um, Z- I'm just going to call him Zach Efron. It's throwing yeah, a um uh, a party there. Um, so they're, they're heading back after their dinner. Ned and um the principal. She says, "Well, how'd you get a copy of the latest uh Halo? Um, you know, it's not supposed to be out for six months." She's like. Oh, let me just say that I, uh, what do you say exactly? I I lied. (laughs) Uh, I made some like gross exaggerations uh, to the Make the Wish Foundation. Make a Wish people. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, she just looked incredibly like impressed and turned on by, by that. By Um, him like being a complete like (laughs) sociopath. Degenerate. (laughs) (laughs) And then my last thing with Ned was his photoshopped photos. 
When they were first um, <laughs> That was hilarious When they were first Zach was like Tom you have to be my dad You have to go to this interview And get me enrolled in the school He's like okay I'll put together your like Your portfolio And he's going through the photos Like right outside the office And there's like this poorly photoshopped photo Of Zach Efron Like as a science fair Like getting first prize And the next one's him Like as the captain of the English um, football team And the next one is of him um, Shaking hands with me um, Morgan Freeman <laughs> That wasn't Morgan Freeman Yeah it was No it wasn't Yes it was No it wasn't guys Was that Morgan Freeman it was. It was 100% that was not Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Good thing we're in cancel committee because Kyle's <laughs> on his way no, out. That was definitely Morgan Freeman. Uh, guys, you I'm be really the worried judge. now, actually. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I'm looking. I'm going to try to find out. And if I'm wrong, you have to. Edit well, while you're, while you're looking, um, Ned, cancelled? Or harmless idiot? Um, we'll see, it starts off harmless. I don't know. In this movie, yeah, I guess he was just a bumbling idiot, but. I mean, it, it becomes consensual. He just comes on way too strong, and she already has the strict rule of not wanting to date, you know, her parents. Um, oh, her, not, well, no one wants to date their parents, but um, what I meant to say was her <laughs> students' parents. It'll <laughs> slip of the tongue. <laughs> well, and on that, cancel committee adjourned. Nice. Okay, great. So there's no chance of me getting cancelled? Oh, no, most definitely. I okay. think... Um, this podcast has up that chance for both of us. Yeah, true. <laughs> oh, well, we can go back into um, <laughs> talking about Ned. We can go into uh, one of our famous High School Musical segments very quickly. You can do the, the theme song. Two, three, Chad's Corner. Oh, my gosh. Good we love to bring, be back. We love bringing it back. We brought it back recently for another movie. Can't remember what it was, but it's good to be back with Ned. Um, he wore a, a shirt with a slogan on it. And what was that slogan, kind? Um, I'm glad you asked. It was Weird Al is my homeboy. <laughs> and I could see Chad where he met. I yeah. could see Chad being a, um, a Weird Al Yankovic fan. And I, see Ned, uh, I could see Ned being a Weird Al Yankovic fan. And in fact, I did see him mere two hours ago oh, when he was wearing this T-shirt. <laughs> right. Thanks for joining us in Chad's Corner. Whipping right, on over to week. everybody's favorite segment. It's... IMDB Trivia. Jackson's Sexual Awakening. Oh, well, Sexual Awakening to this film. I mean, I always... Kelsey's looking at me now. <laughs> Sweat pouring. Well, I mean, Zac Efron was always always a cutie and always will be. Yeah. Um, I always thought Michelle Trachtenberg was a bit of a cutie too. I'm sorry, Kelsey. Was she ever in anything else? And is she related to Mary uh, Stolzenberg? Who's to say? I guess we'll never find out if there's no. only some sort of device. Some sort of internet movie yeah. database. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah, IMDb trivia. We're jumping in. <laughs> We're jumping in. Let's have a look. Towards the end of filming, Zac Efron had appendicitis. At first, Thomas Lennon advised Zac Efron that it was, in fact, Bad wind and advised him to hang upside down to cure it. What started out as a stomach ache soon led to him checking it out after filming and having surgery the same night. Well, so if you feel any pain in your stomach, don't take advice from Thomas Lennon. We can say that. Visual effects were not used when Zac Efron does the basketball tricks during the cafeteria scene. He really did accomplish them 
on his own. And that just goes to show you the dedication um, to the craft that Zac Efron has as an actor. You know? And that's actually where Tobey Maguire got the inspiration to do his um, cafeteria scene where he he um, he flipped the tray and he caught all the food on it in Spider-Man 1. Uh, that's, he got the inspiration because they want to do CGI for that. But he's like, no, if Zac Efron can do it with a basketball, I reckon okay. I could do this. Raimi at it again. He did. Oh, wow. Okay, this is pretty awesome. Zac Efron called Matthew Perry for help on his lines and mimicking some of his movements to give a more authentic performance. That's pretty cool. Again, just the dedication to the craft of Zac Efron. People are sleeping. They know him as like a handsome hunk. Um, But he's got the chops. He does have the chops. And I thought he did. He bought it here. He had the chops. There there were moments where I I guess I could see him sort of being a Matthew Perry type. Yeah. I know, I get, because Matthew Perry's always sort of himself, and he's great at what he does, Mm. like, don't get me wrong. Um, like I said, Zac Efron doing that concerned parent parent type thing. He he wasn't very like he wasn't very Chandler like in this though. No, not at all. And I was going to mention this earlier. Um, because I've been watching a lot of Friends recently, and um, I just sort of missed him because we had him only for a bit at the start and a bit at the end. I sort of wanted a bit more from him, you know. Yeah, I do really like Matthew Perry. He's great, man, and I'm I'm glad he's on the mend. Mm. Oh, this is interesting. Leslie Mann is only thirteen years older than Michelle Trachtenberg, who plays her daughter. That is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. Oh, there we go. They've mentioned the Back to the Future scene there, and mm-hmm. it is a homage. Hmm. Lovely. Anything? Anything more? After Mike's party, Ned Gold slaps Mike three times. After the third slap, Zachy Fon's face is visibly red on the left side. That is not trivia. There's dog shit. Anyone could have seen that? I should have vetted the trivia beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did try to do that. So I was planning on oh, doing wow. this segment, but you've well, taken saying, what, what was that movie you said? Was it Young Again? Uh, 80, was it eight? No. It well, this, was... this, uh, this is apparently is a remake of the Disney TV movie Young Again from 1986, starring a very young Keanu Reeves in oh. one of his earliest roles. Oh, well, maybe we need to watch that because it's a Disney movie. She, we but could. No. She oh, could. there we go. But no, there, it was, there was another one, which was 18 Again, which was about an 81-year-old who swaps with his 18-year-old um, grandson. What? Okay, very quick. What's your favorite body swap movie? My favorite body swap movie? Great question. Great question. I really want to check out Freaky. That's that uh, Vince Vaughn one. Yeah, Freaky was was good. I enjoyed it the second time more than the first time. Okay. Yeah, I really. I was so interested by the um the trailer. Just I always love those sort of mixing of genres and premises. You know, because it gives it that fresh take instead Mm. of doing a reboot of the same thing. You know, you Mm. can take that element, mix it with something else to do something different. You know, and interesting. No, um, Vince Vaughn in that is very, very, very good. And I really want a movie where he is a straight up like Jason. Like character, like a just a, a big monster, like actual murder. Because he was yeah. so good in the. the, well, the he was in the Psycho remake, which I've heard oh, nothing yeah. but awful things well, yeah, about. Yeah, it's a shot for shot remake. Uh, it's just shot for shot. Why? I don't know. Why? Who did that? Who did do that? I don't know. I guess we'll never know. Again, if there's only some internet movie database, we could. Mm. <sighs> one day, someone will. One day. It. One day. Well, thanks for joining us for IMDb Trivia. Until next week. Yeah, great. Oh, oh, we forgot about Joseph Gordon-Levitt. What do you mean? Well, he was, remember, isn't he? Well, I thought he was going to do our IMDb Trivias from now on. No, he was only in last week. Your dad scared him off with the hose. He's oh, not I coming back. I had to forget about that. Yeah. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, but no, I didn't ever see him again. Um, well, now we've got another segment, which is reviews. Our other famous... Oh, you got some good ones? See, I do, actually. I've got a whole bunch. Hit so me. strap in. Hit me. <clears throat> 
Where's the post credit scene where the daughter realizes that she almost fucked her dad? <laughs> That's three stars. That's the full review. That's the full review. Um, that moment when Zach gets out of the Audi was the moment 11-year-old me became a woman. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that, that did remind me of something too. Oh, no, that, a... that comes up. I know what you're going to say. That comes up in the review. Oh, in it the does. review. Uh, yeah, and then we could talk about it then. The, yeah, the cuts. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, when will this be confirmed canon in the High School Musical Extended Cinematic Universe? How are you going to give Zeki from the basketball without letting him break and to get your head in the game? <laughs> and then he would go, I agree with the editor's choice to use three different shots of Zeki from putting on his leather jacket. <laughs> and they, they do that multiple times where like yeah. the, the, the same action's repeated, but they just like cut it to sort of see it happen three times very quickly. Yeah. And like, it works for it for those moments like the leather jacket, but then they do it a, a couple more times. I can't remember off the top there of the head. There was one where he was like shooting the basketball hoops. Yeah. And they were very obviously. And he's like getting, yeah. I think someone like bumps him in the hallway too. Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh my God, there's so many people. Yeah. That was, yeah. Um, I always wondered if Matthew Perry was responsible for the casting of his younger self, as I can't imagine anyone else thinking Chandler ever looked like Zach Efron. I'm just saying that after Zach Efron made that whole speech about how Hunter was probably gay with a small dick, at least half the school must have thought they were fucking. True. Good point. Because it was brand sexual... new to the school as well. That's a good point. There's a lot of sexual um, tension between those two. Mm. Mm. There was actually. Um, um, does having a bigger crush on Sterling Knight rather than Zac Efron when I was 12 make me quirky? <laughs> who's Sterling Knight? Uh, he's the one who's from Save with the Chance. The, the, oh, the right, son. right, right, right. Yep. Um, Zac Efron says virgins rule. <laughs> and then the last review... Could Zach Efron be a worse young Matthew Perry? Oh. And that was me trying to do my best uh, friends impersonate. I forgot what friends said oh, right, that. Right. I think it was Joey. It was, no, what's Chandler says that? No, no, because no, 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 doesn't Joey say it where he says, Can I be wearing any more clothes? That's what Chandler says to him, Kelsey. Friend Stan. Chandler says that to Joey, right? He's like, Could you be wearing any more clothes? Oh, so okay. there we go. Confirmed. Oh, well, I'm not friends. Fake friends fan. <laughs> I was a How I Met Your Mother stan. I'm a fake friend stan. <laughs> I never said I was a friend stan. Maybe one day. Maybe one day I'll get there. I think right now is the time to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Um, um, oh, if that boy ooh. was an apple, he would be a delicious. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, that was for the PG cut of the film because in the R-rated cut, she says if that boy was an apple, I'd fuck it. Yeah. There's a lot of funny just throwaway lines like um oh when oh, what? that's not good that's not a good example because that wasn't funny <laughs> it was just a throwaway line well, when um uh, uh Mike he tries to enroll in school he's wearing all this like you, like what he thinks is hip cool oh. clothing like sideways cap and stuff this is bling. my favorite part of the movie and um and Ned says you look like a douche he says uh, I don't look like a douche and then someone just walking past in the break and you clearly hear them say what a douche <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. just the timing of it was done yeah. well so props to the sound engineer on that one yeah that was really good actually now I know we always there's all this is a, a new segment I, I thought we could bring up and Please. it's called um, it's called related to the year okay and so there was a year in this in this movie and it was 1989 and that's of course the year of Taylor Swift so I just wanted to ask you what your favourite Taylor Swift album was Ah, uh, so or many it is. to choose from. So mm. many to choose from. Probably um, uh, her third one. 
Oh, is that red? Yep. That's actually a good sure. one. Oh, then that's a good choice. I think it's either speak now or red. So that's actually <laughs> not. Oh, no, it could be fearless, actually. I don't know. Yeah, any of those good any choice of those. Oh, good in choice. my book. Nice. Well, I'm glad we covered that. We'll bring that segment back <laughs> next week. <laughs> We're getting a good response from the crowd. It's so good I'll stuff. write this one down. I'm loving it. I'll, <laughs> I'll remember that. Great. Well, Carl, if you could be 17 again, what would you do? Well, you change that, was, your life. that was only five years ago. Yeah, man. Jeez, um, changed my life. I don't know. I thought I was really. That was one of the best years of my life, actually. I was rocking it in I 17. We both peaked at 17, I think. I think. If only I could be 17 again. That final year of um, high school. Yeah, I know. No, I thought 17 was great. I'm trying to think of. Um, I'd go back and pass NCA level three. <laughs> Get those final two credits. <laughs> That's a good job. That's all I'd do. Oh, some infectious laughs are going around the room. <laughs> I wasn't my expecting expense. that. How good. <laughs> well, um, oh. I, yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anything as good as that, unfortunately. Well, I'd like to thank our sponsor for this week, um, Spirit Guide Transformation Magic. Uh, if you need to be 17 again, head down to your local farmer's market. Uh, I believe you can find Spirit Guides at most farmer's markets. Um, I'll be heading out to Newtown uh, tomorrow to f- look for mine. Right. Well, so I actually, get those two credits. Yeah. <laughs> we also got another sponsor this week. I don't think ah. I talked. I got an email. Um, oh, yeah, you got, you got another ad read. Yeah, I got another ad read. Um, no, I don't actually have an ad read. No, that's just. Um, oh, wait, was there an ad read? Did, they, t- did they tell you to improvise? No, they they always want me to do verbatim. They can never trust me. <laughs> Let's get it out. Well, I do actually have it here. Do you like? Um, well, do you ever want to relive your best days, and but while also being warm? Do you want your muscles to be relaxed, but also reflect on the best days of your life? I do. Oh, well, come on down to Hot Tub Time Machine Shop and come buy a Hot Tub Time Machine. That was it. I mean, the ad isn't great, but I mean, they wanted me to read it verbatim, so you can't blame me for not being funny. And I can't cut it out either. (laughs) We don't have that technology yet. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you guys, uh, thanks for listening um, this week. And um, we'll see you next week when we watch Sky High. Are we? I know, you know, I'm not fond of asking. Two of us at that day, she still have to get me. Just don't let me down. Hold on to my life. Oh, oh, stop it, guys. Oh, stop. You don't have to. Another podcast? Well, if you insist. (laughs) Uh.